and let's be heard. The final gun has sounded. Now it's your turn to hear and be heard. The Huskers are headed to the locker room, and we're ready to give you all the post-game info and opinion. It's Big Red Overreaction, the first live post-game show featuring the most important voice of all, you the Husker fan. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill, and by Equitable Bank. Also by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Get on the line now at 402-951-1620 and sound off on Big Red Overreaction, live on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The Keg. 43-37, the uh, final in West Lafayette is... Purdue beats Nebraska. I have to look at this real quick, Josh, as we welcome you into Big Red Overreaction. 101 plays to 52. Mm. That is what Purdue ran tonight. As uh, Purdue holds on to win 43-37. At one point, the game was 27-10. If it wasn't for Trey Palmer, it may have stayed that way. Uh, But Purdue finds a way tonight with their dink and dunk offense. And they make the final plays and they hold on to the final drive. And now Illinois and Purdue are tied for first in the West. Gary, 42 minutes and 42 seconds yeah. of offense for Purdue. 42-42 to 17-18 for Nebraska. 38 first downs to only 15. 608 yards to 476. And you said a dink and dunk. 54 passes for O'Connell. And yet, so he had almost double the, the amount of attempts as Thompson, and he had about 50 yards more. Yep. Well, Not and even. I, and I think the other one, besides the – 101 plays that Purdue ran for 608 yards in total offense. Now, Nebraska had 476. They threw it for 354. But I think the biggest number is Purdue ran for 217 yards tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all of us said all week long, if Nebraska had any chance in this game, yep. we know that Aiden O'Connell would get his numbers. And you mentioned 54 attempts, 35 of 54, four touchdowns, 391 yards passing. You can't allow them to get a running game going that has been absent the last two weeks. Yep. And they got it going early, and they committed to it, where I think Nebraska has basically abandoned their running game. They ran for 217, and in the end, that was allowing them to stay on the field for an incredible 42 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a team and a program that doesn't really care to run the football. And, and so, especially as we got later and later into the week, I remember one of the things that I couldn't stop thinking about, Gary, was the Georgia Southern game and how going into that one I had kind of a similar yep. thought – Gotta gotta make sure that they can't run the ball because if they can do that, they're gonna be able to do whatever they want to you, and they certainly did. You look at some of these some of these games that they have played this year. Sixty one yards rushing versus Penn State, sixty one versus Cuse, only thirteen in their most recent game versus Maryland on thirty four carries. And so to do what they did versus Nebraska tonight, two hundred and seventeen yards. I mean, at the end especially, it may it makes the play calling that much more perplexing because when they wanted to pick up yards on the ground, they were able to do so at the very end of tonight's game. And, you know, I mean Nebraska's out there defensively with their two backup inside linebackers. Luke Reimer doesn't dress. Uh, Nick Henrich, I think, is the twenty twenty two version of the Purdue Field gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that injury is not very good at all. So you were forced to Maga Clements, Kalarvik, uh, and then at the end, Hausman was in there playing. But there were opportunities for Nebraska to get off the field. Yep. And Mathis had O'Connell in that final drive a couple of times and couldn't bring him down. You know, it, what's going to get lost is the Trey Palmer night. Seven for 237, 297 yards of total offense. I mean, there are, there are things to like about this. But as you know, Josh, there are things about tonight's game that have ailed Nebraska regardless of who's running the show. Mm -hmm. And when you're playing a much better team than you played the last two weeks, 
those rear their ugly head. But Nebraska had chances tonight. I want to go back, and we're going to get to the callers, and, and we'll get to Mickey and his comments in West Lafayette. Mickey on the radio at halftime said, this game will come down to we got to score touchdowns, not field goals. And the one time to score a touchdown with Elante Brown in the back of the end Brutal. zone. And Casey Thompson sailed it wide. And you settled for a field goal. But that whole scenario after Palmer got you down there where you threw the ball three straight downs. At the four-yard line, right? First and goal at the four, and there were three straight passes. Yeah, and that, that one especially. Like, I get the frustration with the first two play calls. The third play call worked. And he had him wide open. Yep. And and that, that's the thing with Casey, man. He makes some really good throws. And there are some times where it's like he could have walked 40 yards down the field and handed it to Trey Palmer, and it wouldn't have been as good as the, the throw that he just made. But the back-breaking interceptions, especially the last yep. one, and that throw, because in that moment, a touchdown, if they get the extra point, it ties it at 27. And they don't get that touchdown. They get the field goal. Six plays later, it's 34-23. to 23. And after that, I, I didn't think the game was over, but it just seemed like, wow, not, they have to be good now two times yep. instead of just <laughs> one time uh, over the course of the rest of the it's game. It's become such a feast or famine offense. Yeah, it has. It's either a really, really eh play, or they go for the pass downfield to Trey Palmer, mm-hmm. which has turned out to be pretty productive. Yeah, but, yeah, bombing the ball. It, yeah. It's really worked for him, but it – that can't just be your only way of, of getting yards on offense. You said it a couple minutes ago. Abandon the run. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they just do not feel comfortable. Mark Whipple does not feel comfortable with his offensive line. Uh, they, they obviously don't really feel comfortable with anybody beyond Grant. I guess maybe Yance. But they, they just don't feel comfortable running the football right now. No, nope. There's uh, Josh Peterson. I'm Gary Sharp. Uh, this is Big Red Overreaction. Nebraska falls 43-37. Nebraska's 3-4. and four. They're off next week. And then they come home. At the end of the month for Illinois, who Illinois and Purdue are now tied for first in the Big Ten West at 3-1. and one. We'll take your calls, 951-1620. Um, we'll go to West Lafayette when we can. So know that here uh, when we get to the phones that if we have to stop you, uh, we're going to take Mickey live. Let's start with uh, Bob. Bob, welcome to Big Red Over to Action. Hey, guys. Hey, Bob. Another, another bad night. National TV embarrassment. And I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on, Bob. It was an embarrassment. Okay. That defense gave up 600 yards. I don't care how you slice it. If I color a turd with <laughs> sugar, it's still going to taste like a turd. Okay? You gave up 600-plus yards of defense. That is not good. That's not football. Two, this Whipple guy, wherever they got him, he needs to go back to the Charmin commercials and quit squeezing the toilet paper and coach football. Because that play calling before halftime, when it was first and goal, was garbage. You can't get four yards with your line, then you don't have a line. Well, I mean, they don't. Um, all right, Bob, that's a great way to start the show. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I got people on Twitter going, man, you know what? Uh, you got some guys down on defense. They hung in there. Yeah. Uh, I can live with this in this season. And then Bob just lights the place yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's how he usually rolls, right? He loves being the first caller on overreaction. Um, all right, so here is uh, Denver Ben. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you all doing? Oh, good, good, Ben. Man, how, how are, are you? you? Hey, how are you? I, I am well. You know, what I want to know is national statistic average for holding a team to getting them off the field when they're third and seven or greater. We had a third and 11 Purdue deep in their own territory, third and 10. We can't hold them. Once again, they give up another mm-hmm. third and 11. You can't stop anybody. I mean, go back as far as mm-hmm. Pelini. They can't stop anybody at third and seven or greater. You play hard first and second down, and you give up third and seven or greater, 
You can't get people off the field. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they were three. Ben, ben, they were three of six on third and longs that were nine yards or more tonight. Oof. But there's another part of this whole thing that is a continuous problem. Do you think they need to wash Aiden O'Connell's jersey tonight? Do you think there's any grass stains on it? Maybe just from getting you know spun up from the ground from the cleats. Good Ben. No, all right. All right Ben. All right. Thanks Ben. Right. Here yeah, is. Yeah, and that that happened too on the last drive. Last drive they had, as you mentioned, they had an opportunity, weren't able to get to him. Uh, you know, Mathis had a chance to bring him down, and mm-hmm. when you have that opportunity, you you got to. But you know that offense is built for him. It is a dink and dunk offense. Yeah, he does, a, and he does a really good job. He made some great throws. It's funny too because late in the game when they had those incomplete passes, that that you know in theory could have cost him some stuff. The passes were on the money. It wasn't even his yeah. fault. It was it was his guys trying to catch the ball. Uh, here is uh, Caleb in uh, beautiful Albuquerque. Hello, Caleb. Hey, uh, just calling to say that that was a pretty good game. You know, we had some people out on defense, and, you know, that's going to happen when we have people out on defense, especially missing a rhymer. But, um, yeah, I, I believe, hey. what is it, 37 first downs? Hey, hey Caleb, sorry, Caleb, we got to go to uh, Mickey. Hold that thought. We're not going to okay. disconnect you. We're going to put you on hold. We got to go to uh, West Lafayette. Here's Mickey. Well, just yeah, just get back out of here and continue to fight. Stay with the game plan. You know, try to see if we can force a turnover. But keep playing. Keep playing. Don't look at the scoreboard. Just keep playing. Yes, he missed some throws, but he made some great throws. You know, he missed some throws, made some great throws. You're not going to hit them all. You know, we got we got to go back and and look at the film and see see what happened and why he missed the throws. Oh no! I take my hat. I take my hat. I told them to keep their head up, block out the noise, and get back here next. Get back here on on Monday, and we'll see what we have to fix. We're excited about the bye week, and then we have a five game season after that. But I told them to keep their head up. I'm proud of them. They they played hard. Well, we, we knew they would have trouble um, running with Trey. So we knew we got Trey in the secondary that he'll run. Yeah, he was able to run by him. I take my hat off to Trey. Trey played a great game today. I just take my hat off to him. He played hard. Yeah, they had. They, yeah, they hadn't been. They hadn't been running it. But um, they got. You know, they had a good game plan. They, like I said, we had to execute against this team. This team's been playing a lot of football together, and they did a great job. You know, they they had a, they had a better game plan than we had, and that's on me. I got I got to get it better. Say it again. Well, if you, you've been there, they just they just come out. They just come out and keep fighting. You know, we ask them not to look at the scoreboard and just to keep fighting. Uh, hindsight, I know it's well, my thing with a team like that, when they're scoring points, you got to chase points also. You know, and then, you know, we got like I said, we got to go back and look at it and, um, and see what we could have done differently. But we got to go back and look at it right now. We'll look at it on the plane back and we'll and we'll get back as coaches and we'll figure it out. Like I said, I, hey, 
Everything's on me. Everything's on me. Oh yeah, yeah. He, like I said, he's getting he's getting comfortable with this conference, and he knows who can run and who can't run, and he knows how to run routes on him right now. So he's he's doing a great job of studying the conference and studying what he needs to do. But yes, I'm I'm not surprised that he had this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That was they threw a pat. They threw. Well, you know, y'all got on me last week for that. So go get on Brown about that. Oh, yeah. When you, what I said earlier in the week, I said that, that guy don't make mistakes with the football. He's been, he's been in the system for six years, you know, thanks to COVID. He's been in the system for six years. That guy don't make mistakes. And I said before, we had to execute in all three phases of the game. And I got to get that fixed. This is on me. Yes. Well, we had, a, we had a call that we didn't like. So we had to we had to make a make the call, we had to make, make get a timeout. We had a call we didn't like and we had to use it. We just changed up some of the protection and, and got some chipping in from the back and the tight end. Well, you, you, you always you always got to learn from a loss. You always got to learn from a loss. So, like I said, we're going to go back as coaches and see what we what we didn't do well, and then we're going to fix it because it's a copycat league. If we don't fix it, we're going to see it in two weeks against um, Illinois. Well, we're going to give them off and bring them back on Monday. We got to you know we got to get healthy. You know we got to get healthy. Like you said, we play without our linebackers. We got to get healthy. So we'll bring them back Monday and see where we're at, and then we'll we'll go from there. But we do have a plan. But right now they're going to be off um, off tomorrow and bring them back on Monday. Thank you. All right, that's Mickey Joseph. Uh, the setup for media post game media where uh, the Nebraska locker room is and for the media is not great. So uh, there's nothing we can do about you couldn't hear the questions. Um, but we know for the most part what Mickey was alluding to. Um, and so we'll go through all of that as we uh, take you through Big Red Overreaction after Nebraska loses 47-34. Let's go back to uh, Caleb. Caleb, thanks for uh, holding there. Uh, you were uh, making a point? Yeah, um, just the defense did what they could today. I, I think the six-year quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, he's, he's a Sunday guy, you know. Um, he made some great throws. Uh, we didn't have all of our defense. Uh, I think if we had Reimer, it's a little bit, different situation but giving up 608 total yards that's that's not all right and giving up what 37 first downs something like that uh it was either 37 or 38 38 37 or 38 yep and then i just wanted to talk a little bit about the the no call of um the holding on that on that conversion that they made when Aiden O'Connell pulled it down and ran for the first down. At the, um, oh, at the very end of the game? Yeah, it was it was a tackle made by, I think, number 15. 15, yeah. And, and it was egregious. And I know that probably it would have given us a, a chance at the end to go throw it to Trey one more time. So, um, again, we didn't do enough to win the game, but something missed at the very, very end. So, Caleb, thanks for the uh, call. Another thing that came up again that we hadn't seen necessarily over the course of four quarters the last two weeks, shoddy tackling. 
Yeah. There were a lot of missed tacklings. Boy, Newsom, I like to use the, I'm now under the feast or famine description. Mm-hmm. Newsom is a, a the epitome on defense of a feast or famine guy. Yeah. And he does it in the course of one almost back-to-back plays tonight where he made a terrible attempt at a tackle where he just basically lowered his head and went Olay. And then he comes back and almost, what, the next play, the play after, I don't remember, made another, made a, a tackle to make a big play. Um, but shoddy tackling and no pass rush. Yeah, and, and it's a big concern, of course, because the, the final five games after this are going to be a lot of these, you know. I mean, like, Purdue is, is very much kind of one uh, one of one in the league in how they play, the nickel and diming you to death. But after this, it's going to get super physical in two weeks, starting with that Illinois game and all the way throughout the month of, of November. And so I look back yeah. at the last two games and what we saw by the defense. Certainly improvement, Gary. But I, I was looking at the opponents that they were playing. As, as to maybe why this won't continue moving forward. And then there's the one we have not talked about is the other side of the ball with the five teams you have remaining. Yeah. Just trying to run the football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Casey Thompson, again, he's going to get hurt. At, at a certain point, he is going to get knocked out of a football game and he's not going to be able to come back if they keep protecting him like they have, to, like they have been. Big Red Overreaction brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Let's get one more call before our first break. Here is Jim. Jim, uh, welcome to the show. You're on with Josh and Gary. Well, good evening, guys. You know what? I think that what we need to do is uh, offer Mickey the job right now after looking at that porous offensive line and realizing why we were in the game. We were in the game because of Trey Palmer. And why did Trey Palmer come to Nebraska? He came to Nebraska because of Mickey Joseph. Just imagine if we had 11 Trey Palmers, if you will, on offense or defense. If we had just a mediocre offensive line, we win that game by two touchdowns. If Thompson doesn't overthrow a a touchdown pass in the end zone, and underthrow Palmer on that wheel route, we win the game. And I, 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 I simply say that we are playing so much harder than we ever did with Frost. I think the guy's earned his chance. That's all I've got. Hey, hey Jim, let me ask you this: Why wouldn't you yeah. just want Mickey to keep like recruiting players as a as an assistant coach and maybe like run the recruiting office? Well, because I think to be honest with you, that would be an insult to him. I think he's earned a shot. Who are you going to bring in who's better than that right now? I mean, I'm seriously, well, what we need is talent. And if you, you, if, if we had 11 Trey Palmers on both sides of the ball, you know, if you will, 22 Trey Palmers, we'd be playing on New Year's Eve for a uh, spot in the national championship. I'm not kidding you. That kid's that good, and he's here because of Mickey Joseph. And I think we've got to give him a chance. And I really don't care how many yards we gave up tonight. I mean, our defense is so banged up, and we so lack talent all over the field. And all you have to do is look at our offensive line. They're simply not offensive. All right, there's a lot in there to unpack, Jim. Yes, there is. So much that we're going to have to take a commercial break. All right. So that Josh and I, during the commercial break, can break down Jim's call. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is Big Red Overreaction. There is Josh. I'm Gary Conrad here as well. It's brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. And also Burton, when your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton.